Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, USS Nimitz and UFOs. This is an update. It's back in the news again, and it comes from uh, thedailymail.com. The article's by Ryan Perry. It says, West Coast editor on board USS Nimitz. So I imagine he's one of those embedded reporters. It starts off, it says, exclusive. My pilots have to watch out for UFOs, says captain of the aircraft carrier, whose planes captured secret, unreleased video of 2004 encounters with a tic-tac-shaped mystery aircraft. As many of you recall, that is the video that was taken back in 2004. That's been online for a while now. Usually when you see it, it has a To the Academy of Stars watermark stamped on it. Somehow, Tom DeLong's company got possession of it, and uh, it's been all over the internet with them. Now, the interesting thing here is that the captain of the Nimitz, this is a new captain, he's only been there since, I believe, August of 2019, is stating that my pilots have to watch out for UFOs. That leads us to a lot of questions, because, you know, what are you watching out for, number one? And number two, these UFOs, as we see in the video... They really don't conform to any laws of physics, so I'm not sure what you're going to do when you see them. Now, the article goes on. It says, Captain Max Clark, commanding officer of the USS Nimitz, tells DailyMail.com, is important. His ship and everybody on it is kept safe from UFOs. It says, from my perspective, we have an obligation to make sure the airspace is clear, whether it's a UAP, unidentified aerial phenomena, or a UAV, unmanned aerial vehicle, he says. This comes just weeks after the Office of Naval Intelligence revealed the existence of a classified, unreleased video of a UFO. The video was related to the notorious USS Nimitz Carrier Group's 2004 encounters with a tic-tac-shaped UFO. The encounters remain a mystery, and the object's incredible speed and movement have led to speculation that it was extraterrestrial. Now, if you've been following this, you realize that the original video was taken in 2004, and what we've seen online here with this cockpit video is kind of a grainy version, but you can definitely see that the UF- and the pilot's talking on, he's narrating the video. You can see that they have encountered a UFO, and they're trying to get close to it, and the UFO is moving at high rates of speed and making maneuvers that are just not possible with human-controlled craft. Now, we've been told lately that the U.S. Navy, uh, they first they said they had, they had pictures, basically slides they called them, from the uh, radar installation, I suppose, on the Nimitz, uh, the, the Nimitz uh, aircraft carrier or the battle group. And they were extremely high-quality pictures of this UFO, but they couldn't release them because it would cause grave danger to the United States. Now, whether that's because they thought that Showing these high-quality pictures would reveal some sort of uh, technology that we didn't want to admit we had, or whether they just thought people might go freak out and ride in the streets. We're not really told. But we're told that, yes, the video that we saw was a grainy, low-quality version, almost like a child's crayon drawing compared to what the Navy had, and no, you're not going to get to see it. And now they come out and say, oh, by the way, not only do we have slides... But we've got actual high-quality video of that UFO encounter. And no, you're not going to get to see it. Now, the article goes on. It says the commanding officer of the USS, uh, the U.S. Navy supercarrier, the USS Nimitz, has revealed his crew has an obligation to make sure the airspace is clear of UFOs. 
In an exclusive interview with DailyMail.com, Captain Max Clark said it is important his ship and everybody on it is kept safe from unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP, the term for UFOs used by the Navy. This comes just weeks after the Office of Naval Intelligence revealed the existence of a classified, unreleased video relating to the Nimitz Carrier Group's 2004 encounters with a tic-tac-shaped UFO. Do you get the feeling that they're leaking out the details to us? Now, some people might call this disclosure, but in my mind, they're controlling the narrative. The article goes on. The existence of the video was revealed in a response to a Freedom of Information Act request made by researcher Christian Lambright and published by Lambright's friend Paul Dean. The video is likely the full version of a leaked 76-second video clip that the Defense Department admitted in 2017 was authentic. And then the article has a picture here, and it shows the captain, and it says, Captain Max Clark, commanding officer of the USS Nimitz, tells DailyMail.com, it is important his ship and everybody on it is kept safe from the UFOs after the Nimitz carrier group had an encounter with a UFO in 2004. So you see we've gone from denying that UFOs exist, or just swamp gas and ball lightning, to admitting that UFOs exist, that our Navy pilots have had encounters with UFOs, and that there is a need to protect our sailors from UFOs. So somehow we've gone from they don't exist to yes, they are they are real, they do exist, and we need to protect ourselves from them. They're dangerous. Now, go a little further down the article here. We see it says, and it talks about the footage. It says the footage was taken by a pilot using forward-looking infrared FLIR gun pod camera on an F-A-18 Super Hornet flying over the Pacific Ocean. That's, that's what, this is the one that happened down there by San Diego, as I recall. Speaking to DailyMail.com on the bridge of the Nimitz. Okay, so you have this embedded reporter, and he's doing this little, sounds like about a two-minute interview with the captain of the Nimitz. Now, whether this is planned or whether this is spontaneous, I have no idea. Speaking to DailyMail.com on the bridge of the Nimitz, Captain Clark said the bizarre said of the bizarre encounter. From my perspective, we have an obligation to make sure the airspace is clear, whether it's UAP or UAV. This is part of the airspace. Very strange that he would bring this up. So we don't know exactly what the background here. Maybe this guy was just giving us a general uh, explanation of what he thinks the Navy's job is. But it's very interesting that he specifically mentions these unidentified aerial phenomena, as he calls them, UFOs. The article has a picture of Nick Pope here. It says, Nick Pope, who investigated UFOs for Britain's Ministry of Defense in the 1990s, had Captain Clark's comments come as a surprise because there are huge sensitivities over the Nimitz incident. And we know we've learned about these uh, sensitivities. You can go back to the podcast. I've done several uh, podcasts on them. You know, we have situations where one uh, representative, I think from down south, was it South Carolina, North Carolina, I can't remember, he had requested information from the Navy. They basically told him to go pound sand. Uh, We've had multiple conflicting statements come from the Navy regarding this UFO incident. And the whole thing has just been a long, strange trip. The 
article continues. It says, it adds another level of, from a pilot's point of view, to see and avoid, and also our radar systems looking for things like that, too, just to make sure everybody's safe. I actually don't know how you're going to keep somebody safe from a UFO. I mean, that would, that would be... That would be like a Native American trying to keep themselves safe from a F-16 fighter jet. That would be like you or I trying to keep ourselves safe from an F-16 fighter jet when the only thing we possessed to fight back with was a, was a stick with a rock on the end of it. It's a little silly to me to think that we are actually considering somehow that we are on par with these UFOs to where we can defend ourselves from them when we haven't even been able to come to grips with the fact of what they are. The article continues, Philadelphia native Captain Mark Clark, who assumed command of Nimitz on August 1st, 2019, wasn't on board the Nimitz when the unusual sighting was recorded 16 years ago and the experienced officer wouldn't be drawn further on the video or the Navy's close encounters of the third kind. Nick Pope, who investigated UFOs in an official capacity for Britain's Ministry of Defense in the 1990s, said Captain Clark's comments come as a surprise. The commentator told DailyMail.com, These are fascinating comments, and it is interesting that they were made at all, because the Department of Defense recently took over responding to all UFO-related questions from the media following some tensions between them and the U.S. Navy. But ship's captains are strong-willed characters who don't take kindly to being muzzled. That said, the captain was totally on message because the official line involves talking in general terms about the need to guard against unauthorized incursions into restricted military airspace with the aim of promoting safety. What's being downplayed by everyone is the staggering fact that the U.S. government still doesn't know what these objects are. The DOD's line is that the objects seen by naval aviators during the U.S. Nimitz incident remain unidentified. Pope added that there are huge sensitivities over the Nimitz incident and the recent admission by the U.S. Navy that it, that it has the secret unreleased videos has put the affair back in the spotlight. And Captain Clark's comments further fuel the, ex the speculation surrounding the footage, which has baffled the world. At least six Super Hornet pilots made visual or instrument contact with UFO on November 14, 2004. The encounters, which are documented in numerous interviews with first-hand witnesses, remain a mystery, and the object's incredible speed and movements have led to speculation that it was extraterrestrial in origin. Then it has a picture here of one of the pilots, Chad Underwood. It says a former Navy, a Navy aviator who shot the famous leaked video clips broke his silence last month in an interview with a New York magazine. It, now Chad Underwood's been around. He's been on some YouTube videos. And a really interesting guy. I mean, to, to listen to him talk about this whole situation. He has a, and you can go back to the podcast. And I think I did a, at least one episode on Chad Underwood. It says here also, Underwood was flying an F-A-18 Super Hornet as part of the U.S. Nimitz carrier group when he encountered an unidentified aerial phenomena. And then it has a map here. And that, that, that encounter we're talking about was in the Pacific Ocean south of San Diego off the coast of Mexico. 
It says the original FLIR video from the Nimitz encounters leaked online as early as 2007. Witnesses say that clips of the video had been circulated widely on the Navy's intranet used to communicate between ships and a carrier group and an unknown sailor in the group likely first leaked it. The clip became one of the most touted pieces of evidence in the UFO community when the Pentagon confirmed its authenticity in 2017. Last month, Chad Underwood, the former Navy aviator who shot the famous leaked video clip, broke his silence in an interview with New York Magazine. He said the oblong, wingless, tic-tac-shaped object was spotted off the coast of Mexico over the Pacific. He also revealed that for about two weeks, the Ticonderoga-class guided missile cruiser USS Princeton, part of a carrier strike group 11, had been tracking mysterious aircraft intermittently for two weeks on an advanced AN SPY-1B passive radar. The radar contacts were so inexplicable that the system was even shut down and restarted to check for bugs, but operators continued to track the unknown craft. Then on November 14th, Commander David Fravor says he was flying an F-A-18F Super Hornet, which he made visual contact with the object, which seemed to dive below the water, resurface, and speed out of sight when he tried to approach it. And a lot of people forget this. This thing wasn't only, it wasn't only flying, you know, at, at high altitude, but it was, it was diving down into the ocean and then coming back up, as in a unidentified submersible object. There have long, uh, long, long been reports of unidentified submersible objects in and around this area of the world, in the Pacific Ocean, off the coast of San Diego, around the Catalina Islands. So that just complicates the mystery right there. The article goes on and says, As Fravor landed on the deck of the Nimitz, Underwood was just gearing up to take off on his own training run. Fravor told Underwood about the bizarre encounter and urged Underwood to keep his eyes open. He recalls how he suddenly saw a blip on his radar before tracking it on his FLIR camera. The thing that stood out to me most was how erratic it was behaving, Underwood told the magazine. And what I mean by erratic is that its changes in altitude, airspeed, and aspect were just unlike things that I have ever encountered before flying against other targets. Goes on, it says, Underwood says that the object wasn't obeying the laws of physics and dropped from 50,000 feet altitude to 100 seconds, which he says isn't possible. Underwood added that he saw no signs of engine heat, plume, or any sign of propulsion. The pilot refuses to speculate as to whether the object is an alien spacecraft or not. However, that's not my job. But I saw something, and it was also seen via eyeballs by both my commanding officer, David Fravor, and the Marine Corps Hornet Squadron commanding officer, who was out there as well. DailyMail.com spoke to Nimitz commanding officer, Captain Clark, about the incident after being invited aboard the awesome 95,000-ton vessel earlier this month. We joined the crew on a five-day training mission in the Pacific Ocean and witnessed firsthand its awesome capabilities. Okay, so there you go. That's how that's how the writer of this article was on the boat, on the ship, rather. They were invited on there for a five-day trip. Capable of reaching more than 30 knots, it's 35 mile an hour. That's pretty fast when you think about it. The Nimitz-class supercarrier is one of 10 nuclear-powered aircraft carriers in the U.S. fleet 
We observed flight operations as FA-18 Super Hornets, EA-18 Growlers, and a handful of F-35C stealth fighters were launched off the ship and brought in to land. The Nimitz is the lead ship of her class, one of the largest warships in the world, and the flagship of Carrier Strike Group 11, with Carrier Air Wing 17 embarked. Its home port is Naval Base Kitsap in Washington, and the vessel is named for legendary Fleet Admiral Chester W. Nimitz, who helped the U.S. defeat the Japanese Navy in World War II. And that's the end of the article right there. Well, this is fascinating. This is just another aspect of this of this uh, U.S. Nimitz encounter with UFOs. Clearly, these pilots saw something that was out of this world. Now, whether it was extraterrestrial or interdimensional or what it was, listen, nothing goes from 100,000 feet to below sea level in a matter of seconds. Whatever this thing was, it has it's operating with such a level of technology that to think that we can protect ourselves with this from this thing is being a little bit naive. The first thing we need to do is to identify it. Secondly, the way the Navy is reacting to this whole thing doesn't um, shouldn't probably instill a lot of confidence in any of us who are hoping for disclosure. It just shows that they have they have visual proof that this thing was there. They have a high quality video, high quality slides that would just show the average person that yes, these things are real. Yes, this did happen. But it seems as though they're trying to keep all this undercover. Now, whether that's for crowd control or whether that's to uh, keep secure uh, military secrets that they feel that they need to keep secret, we really don't know. But what we do know is these encounters are happening, and that it seems like it seems like some of the people that are actually piloting these ships, this captain, who says they have to keep our their personnel safe from UFOs. That should lead us to a real discussion on whether or not we want our military to initiate uh, a conflict with these UFOs. When they say they want to keep us safe and to keep the skies clear, what are their plans? Do they plan to initiate an attack against these craft or these phenomena? Is that something that we really want to do? Do we really want to fire the first shot against UFOs and take the chance at retaliation? Or would it be more prudent to simply observe them and try to determine what we're dealing with before we strike out in what might be a completely futile or destructive attempt to clear our skies. At present, to my mind, the prudent course is observation, not attack. <laughs> Let me know what you think. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.